It's 5.20, and this is the KDLL Evening News for Friday, February 23rd, on 91.9 FM, Kenai Soldatna, listener-supported public radio for the central Kenai Peninsula. I'm Hunter Morrison. Thanks for tuning in. The Alaska Board of Fisheries kicked off its two-week-long meeting about Cook Inlet fin fish today at the Egan Convention Center in Anchorage. Over the next two weeks, the board will hear more than 200 proposals about the management of fish in Upper Cook Inlet. Many concern the management of king salmon and the east side setnet fishery. Both the King Salmon Sport Fishery and Setnet Commercial Fishery were closed completely this year in response to low king forecasts. The meeting kicked off today with presentations from Alaska Department of Fish and Game officials about the Kenai River late-run King Salmon Management Plan, subsistence fisheries, and Cook Inlet commercial fishing. Today's schedule also includes a discussion about the Cook Inlet Exclusive Economic Zone, Management of that area has been contested for several years, and a federal management proposal from last fall received mostly negative reception from commercial fishing trade groups. Tomorrow morning, the board will receive traditional knowledge reports. Then, public testimony will kick off in the afternoon and continue through Monday. Tuesday, the board will begin deliberations on the proposals. The meeting is being held in Anchorage despite protests from Kenai Peninsula-based fishermen who argued most of the stakeholders affected by the board's decisions live on the peninsula. The Kenai Peninsula Borough and Kenaitse Indian Tribe also wrote in support of a peninsula-based meeting, but board members said the venue they hoped to use, the Soldatna Sports Complex, was booked up during the meeting time. You can watch the Board of Fisheries live every day until March 5th on the Alaska Board of Fisheries YouTube channel. Guiding Growth, a group of community members hosting a conversation series in Homer, held a presentation providing a different way of looking at growing cities last Tuesday. The organization worked with the city of Homer to bring Charles Marone in to speak at the Kenai Peninsula College Kachemak Bay campus. Marone is the founder and president of Strong Towns, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping cities grow in sustainable ways. The U.S. economy since World War II has been all about growth. And the sad, unfortunate thing is that the liabilities have become obligations of local government. Marone says the fast, widespread growth promoted by federal government programs made it extremely difficult for local governments to maintain. During his visit, Marone noticed this trend of widespread growth in Homer, particularly among the houses on a road that extends to the north of the city. He questioned if the cost of maintaining the road likely outweighs the amount the homeowners there pay in taxes. I totally get why. Everybody in the world would want to live up there. It is amazing. I have no idea why you all built a road up there. I don't know why you plow it. I don't know why you maintain it. I don't know, I don't know how you do that. Marone instead suggested a step-by-step manner that is guided by what the community wants rather than investing in large-scale projects to expand the city. You create a system that lowers the bar of entry for doing the next incremental thing. 
so that the people in your community who want to do that incremental thing have like the clearest guide path, glide path to doing it. The talk comes as the city prepares to write a new comprehensive plan to provide direction for Homer's growth over the next 20 years. It also serves as a guide for how to rezone the city for that growth. The city is working with Anchorage-based consulting group Agnew Beck to develop the plan and will hold meetings, getting public input in the coming months. And finally, Way Out Women, a local nonprofit that supports Kenai Peninsula cancer patients, will host a fundraiser this Saturday at the Kasilov Eagles Bar in Kasilov. The event is a community outreach event to raise money for the nonprofit's main event on March 9th at the Ninilchik Community Center. Prior Way Out Women, or WOW, events have raised thousands of dollars. Sam Klukas is the bar manager at the Kasilov Eagles. Any money that is taken in through WOW goes directly towards the patient. None of it goes for overhead or administrative costs or any of that kind of thing. It goes directly to the patient. Saturday's Way Out Women event will feature a silent auction, raffle, live music, food, and a snow machine ride. This year marks the organization's 20th anniversary of helping cancer patients on the peninsula. People really like this because once they understand what WOW is about and what they do for um, patients on the peninsula, they're super excited about it. Registration for the snow machine ride will begin at 9 a.m. A donation of $50 is required to participate. The ride begins at 10 a.m. and will run from the Kisilov Eagles Bar to the Quiana Bar in Nanilchik and back. The silent auction will begin at 3 p.m. For more information about the event, visit Way Out Women's Facebook page. That's all for tonight's KDLL Evening News. We had help from Jamie Deep and Homer and KDLL's own Riley Board. Find us online at kdll.org. I'm Hunter Morrison. Have a great weekend. (laughs) ¶¶